Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Folks, uh, our lives have been changing uh, dramatically, right? Um, Week to week, and now it's almost day to day or hour to hour. And that sure does give a lot of uncertainty, doesn't it? That uncertainty sort of creeps in. It's sort of a little bit of surrealness going on. Uh, So today... uh, I want to talk a little bit just sort of generally about viruses. Viruses, I, uh, going through school and stuff, I was always fascinated, fascinated studying viruses and parasites, or another one, a little weird geek that I am. But um, so let's, let's talk a little bit, you know, a little bit about them. I know probably as much as you guys do, uh, specifically about this uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus. But, uh, and then let's, let's, you know, we'll get back to our regular, regular schedule here. But any questions, 412-825-6262. I want to assure you that what we're doing at the Norwin Wellness Center is we're sort of, uh, which we already do quite a uh, online. So we're, we've been pretty much insulated from from things, but um, you know we can always answer questions. We're we're offering group you know group testing and group um, not group testing, but but group calls and things to go over test results. Where we're gonna sort of even just sort of shift our our focus a little bit more and offer more of that online. So uh, if you don't have the internet, don't aren't comfortable with the internet, want to do things over the phone, we can we can do that as well. So. It's pretty much going to be business as usual for us and whatever we can do because we're the group, guys. The listeners to these uh, programs, those of us that you listen to, um, this is the advice. This is what you need. This is how you get healthy. Uh, you want to maintain your health and you want to you um, sort of not have to blink an eye, right, when... when um, Something like this comes on the pike. So, again, today let's talk a little bit just generally about viruses, try to demystify them, discuss a little bit about the specifics of the uh, coronavirus, and then we're just going to keep rocking and rolling and do what we do. So uh, educate, evaluate, and discuss overlook ways to maintain and regain our health, even, even in the face of adversity. So I was thinking about this over the weekend, and this is a perfect time to sort of try to block out um, this chaotic noise and refocus on what truly is important, which are is our health, the health of our families, those that we care about, those that are under our care, maybe uh, parents um, or uh, some seniors, grandparents, those that uh, might fall into a greater high-risk category. So, you know, when you have that sort of centered focus, in my 
opinion, you, you sort of, you know what's important. And you're living the way uh, it's sort of been bestowed upon us. And you get to live, you're living regret-free, right? So you're not, uh, you don't really have to worry, even though those outside forces, the TV, the radio, those types of things sort of put that pressure on us. You're being proactive already. And because you're being proactive, I want you to sort of understand the calmness of it, right? You get to sort of try to block out as much as you can that chaotic noise. So let's live through this. Let's get stronger through this. Let's know that what we're doing is the right way. Um, And let's keep it simple. So, you know, the basics, let's eat well, let's sleep well, let's give comfort, right? Give comfort to those of us around us and, and live in service. So this truly gives us an opportunity to stop or at least slow our lives down. And I, for one, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. So if you have questions, which I love, makes me very happy Give me a call, the number 412-825-6262. Call-ins are wonderful because the person sharing, they're in a place where they have something to share, right? They're living that sort of regret-free, hey, I'm going to let it hang out here. Maybe they're looking for answers. Maybe they've been frustrated, but they're at a point where saying, hey, it's freeing. It's freeing to ask for help. Call-ins are good, too, because other listeners I know are experiencing the exact same symptoms or concerns or have the questions. And I love the call-in questions, comments, because they keep me on my toes. But more importantly, my focus and goal here is always to share what I find important, to educate um, how can I empower. And so your feedback, whether it's, by calling the office or calling the, or the radio here when I'm on is, is a truly a luxury and something I enjoy because it gives me that, that feedback. So thanks for tuning in today. I am the director of the Normal Wellness Center located in North Huntington. It's just a stone's throw from downtown Irwin. I offer nutritional services driven by lab results. Do I sell supplements? You bet I do. But I don't have a storefront like a GNC. Uh, it's not like I've, you know, folks just coming in off the street, picking up, you know, a vitamin C or something. Nutrition is more than selling supplements to me. It's identifying the cause of the symptoms. What is the root cause? It's evaluating and in blood work in other specialized labs to reveal what's been unfortunately overlooked, to identify that cause of the symptoms or a disease process. So most of my clients have chronic daily symptoms, things that, you know, they've gone through the gamut. They've seen two, three, five, seven docs right, specialists and gastroenterologists, heart, you know, they've just been through the gamut 
but they don't feel any better. They've been given a lot of meds. In fact, they're getting worse with really no improvement in sight. Some of my clients have serious underlying health conditions, and those haven't been helped um, by traditional medicine either. So another part of my, my practice, those clients, they just want to feel better. And they know that our way, right, is the right way, but they're looking for some direction. They understand the benefits of natural health care, but are looking for more a target approach for them specifically. Not, hey, I take everything that my wife takes or, you know, my sister, yet, you know, the middle-aged guy, maybe I need something different, right? So, so they're looking for something that's more targeted, more personalized as a nutritional program for them. So those folks, you know, they've been taking supplements um, for for a while, honestly, because it's it's what they do. It's what they're comfortable with. They want to try to stay away from the medications. Again, much more proactive, no regrets. Want to take care of myself. Um, but their concern is maybe they're not taking the right ones, or maybe there's something that they're missing. Maybe it's they need to have their diet evaluated or tweaked, right? So maybe it's it's something along those lines. So, you know, that's where sort of I come in and I can look at what they're doing and, and get some lab work done and then assess it nutritionally and say, okay, you've done an excellent job here. And if anything we're going to do, we need to tweak this and we need to, to go in this direction. So um, that's sort of how I, how I approach things. So let's go ahead and, uh, again, 412-825-6262, any questions, anything. Let's go ahead and start talking about just viruses in general. So I want you guys, and I know you've all most likely seen it at this point, but the, the little picture they're putting up on the news or whatever, it's like a little ball, um, a little round circle that has these sort of little projections coming off of it. And that little ball usually is white. I think they're all using pretty much the same picture. The white with the little projections coming off are usually like red colored or something like that. So viruses are a small ball of genetic material, RNA, which is just a single strand of genetic material. In humans, you hear a lot about our DNA, right? That's a double helix. But for viruses, um, it, they just have this, but that's what that ball is when you look at that picture. The information contained in that viruses, that RNA, that is the brain of the operation. So that controls what that cell, how it's going to act, but also when it gets plugged into us, what the effects are it's going to have to us. So in a simplified fashion, you know, that RNA is why a heart cell beats and a stomach acid cell produces acid, right? So it's a differentiation. But the fascinating part for me is the way that viruses, they'll get into the body now, normally, it's a lot of different ways, but normally it's through a mucous membrane. 
And so mouth, nose, lungs. And we are surrounded by viruses. Every, virtually everything on earth uh, can be affected by viruses. I mean, you can have seaweed affected, you could have trees affected, you, you can have anything that's a living thing be affected by a virus. So when a virus gets into the body, its goal is to reproduce. And to accomplish this, it must get into a cell, one of our cells. So again, think mucous membranes, right? Damp, moist. And that virus wants to get into our cells. So, you know, if a, if a virus would come in on, a say, a piece of fruit, if you ate it, okay, chances are that's why when I talk about sufficient stomach acid, that's why it's so important. Because you could eat a piece of fruit that has a virus on it, but the stomach acid, we have these protective mechanisms, the stomach acid's going to kill that virus. Viruses can't live through that. So, you know, we have these different mechanisms of the way the body should be functioning and it should be normally functioning that are actually set up to from the outside world and something like a virus, okay? So viruses get into our cells, though, by using those little projections that I said those in most of the pictures, it's red. That those are actually proteins. And so those proteins for it are these little projections off the ball of the RNA, the virus. And the virus attach itself to our cells. And those little proteins, and so for the COVID-19, it's a coronavirus, projection, it has a protein spike. And that is how that RNA gets into our cells. So first of all, the virus will adhere. So in this case, the coronavirus is affecting lungs. So it'll adhere to um, the mucous membranes of the, you know, the, the throat, the larynx, specifically the lungs. And this little protein spike then is what starts to make it through our cell membranes. And then once that virus can get in, what it's actually doing is it's replicating that RNA. It's replicating, it's that little ball, it's replicating that. And what it does now is it plugs that in to our genetic code in that cell. So it's actually affecting us by hijacking a cell at a time. That's what it's doing. And by hijacking, by changing, by replicating its own genetic material inside our cell and then sort of plugging it into our genetic material, it's going to start to change the function of the cell it just infected. So a virus goes from cell to cell repeating this process right? And replicating cell to cell to cell. So that's why you'll hear, and with most viruses, there's from the time that you get it, even the common cold, from the time you're actually initially, um, you know, around someone that has it, that you get it from, it's three or four days before you start to feel the effects of it. 
this because this process is is time consuming. That this virus is going, it's in the body now, and it's going cell to cell, cell to cell. Okay. And then the virus, because of its genetic material, that RNA, that little ball that you see, is that's what's going to cause the symptoms. So however, whatever the virus is that programmed for, if it's the common cold, it's going to be maybe itchy eyes and itchy throat, right? Sinus irritation, fluid buildup. It could be nauseousness, hoarseness, right? It, it, It could be the symptoms are identified with what that virus's RNA is, okay? And so it's sort of programmed. It's, it's programmed. That, that genetic makeup is pre-programmed that once it's plugged into ours, it's going to give us those symptoms. So then what's the difference between a bacterial infection and a viral one? Bacteria generally live outside of a cell. And so you might hear something known as a host cell. Well, a host is, you know, our body would be a host to a virus or a bacteria. We're the living being, okay? All their focus is is replicate and sometimes for bacteria, even food, yeast, things like that. Replicate food, replicate food. They, they don't ever think that, hey, if we take over the whole host, what are we going to do, right? They're not thinking organisms that we know of right now. So bacteria generally live outside of cells where the virus needs to get inside the cell. Bacteria will produce and multiply, but again, it's all done outside of the cell where the virus is going to do all that inside of the cell. This is an important distinction because when our immune system gets activated by, hey, there's an intruder, right? Set the alarm, something's intruded, we gotta get the cells going, right? White cell, let's go fight this infection, right? When the immune system is going to respond and get activated, when it mounts a response, it can't get to a virus easily because the virus is now inside our own cells. Where it can get to a bacteria a little bit easier because the bacteria are replicating on the outside of the cells. So a lot of times, in fact, our own immune system doesn't even recognize a virus. So there can be this long delayed response, which is allowing the virus to replicate further and further. And so once a virus is in, it, 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 by the time it hits us, it's going to hit us hard, right? And it might seem fast, but the reality of it is it's been days doing this cell-to-cell-to-cell stuff, okay? So it's going to, um, it allows the virus this time lag even though our immune system is not recognizing it. It's allowing this time lag um, that the immune system is trying to mount a reaction to it, but it just can't get to it. So our immune system, it will respond to bacteria and to viruses, but it's a different approach it has to take. Okay, It's a different immune 
initiated response. And so it's for this reason that antibiotics don't work on viruses. Antibiotics are designed to target the growth and the replication, the mechanisms that bacteria have to grow and replicate. And, and antibiotics are really very good at going in and stopping that so then you, you sort of keep that bacteria from replicating and then the immune system come in and, and take over and kill it off. But as we just discussed, viruses replicate differently, okay, very differently from being inside the cell. And, and um, antibiotics just aren't able, they're just not effective at being able to kill off um, the viruses. Now, sometimes you, you, could, you could be listening to this and say, because I find it, it it's, I just think it's fascinating, but you could say, well, the doctor still put me on an antibiotic. Well, again, folks that have these underlying health conditions, if you've had a viral infection before, what can happen is a secondary infection from a bacteria. So we do have, again, we are, we're interacting with viruses and bacteria all the time all the time. And typically, our immune system is just going to handle it, right? Something comes in, we knock it down, the immune system takes care of it. But, uh, you know, if, if someone, so again, somebody that's older, maybe more underlying health issues, their immune system is weakened, that's where these things get in, and now it becomes more problematic. So, but, but generally, that's why you're going to understand that antibiotics just don't work on, on viruses, okay? And, and it's the exact reason we've heard over the years of why, you know, doctors um, they just have to be careful because they, they've been over-prescribing antibiotics. We don't hear much about that now recently is what we did a few years ago, but it's still very, very true. So, you know, and a lot of times we have to be careful because if you don't feel good and you go to your doctor and you're pressuring them, I just, just give me an antibiotic, give me an antibiotic. And if it's viral, the antibiotic's not going to work anyway. But if you take it, this is where you can, your immune system now is going to, to look at that drug, and it's not going to be effective or efficient in the future, okay? So, so and, and what happens, the bacteria that are around, they might not be a problem, but they're in there. We have them. We have them in us, right? But they're, they're not, we're sort of, we're like living with the neighbor that we don't really like, right? That's, that's sort of us with, with most viruses and bacteria. We, we sort of live side by side, but, you know, eh, you just got to stay away from them, <laughs> Oh, my neighbor's not listening. But you know, it's it's one of those ones like, hey, there's there's people around, you just gotta you just gotta put up with it and just keep going, right? So so that's it. But if we're taking antibiotics, other bacteria now can become resistant to those and now they're not going to work on us in the future. And that's the part where we're at with this over prescription of antibiotics. And with our medical system we have outsourced a lot of the antibiotic production, testing kit production, 
reagents for kit. We've we've outsourced a lot of this stuff. So then when we do need it, yeah, we can't we can't get it at the drop of a hat, right? It it it's it's a different layer of, of problems. But viral symptoms classically are cough, a cold, sinusitis, a runny nose, you know, think primarily respiratory. Um, again, can be digestive, but if somebody's digestive system is is all solid and and they you know the hydrochloric acid in the stomach is good and the enzyme levels are good and you know not taking an antacid, then I know that person is solid. Otherwise, for us generally, I worry about and we sort of talked about it the last couple of weeks is is the immune system you know, where somebody's white blood cells at. So most of the time, the medical profession is only going to worry about if the white blood cells, WBCs, on your lab panel, if they go too high, oh, then it's a time for an antibiotic because you have, you have uh, a bacterial infection. But nobody tends to pick up on professionally, medically, if those white blood cells are on the lower end. Um, you know, now I'm not talking in the range of leukemia. Uh, I'm talking, you know, a functional low level. Uh, to me, that's an indicator that that person's immune system is sort of all the time. That something's in there, a, a yeast, a parasite, there is something usually living in the gut. And that person's immune system is, is constantly trying to keep that person healthy and safe. So, uh, again, so some of those, it's called the CBC. You're going to see the white blood cells, red blood cells. You're going to see things like neutrophils and lymphocytes, all that. That's, that's what's considered a CBC, which is a complete blood count. So that's very important to me when people don't feel good or when I want to look at somebody's immune system and just generally in practice, I want to see is somebody, is that something where it's pulling the person's energy down, that their, their body's always fighting something. So the viral symptoms, cough, cold, again, sinusy, you know, maybe some fluid or pressure in the ears, that, that type of thing, a runny nose, tend to be more respiratory. And, and viruses tend to be self-limiting. So they go seven to ten days, maybe two weeks. And then, you know, at that point now, our immune system, they've they've sort of run their course on replicating because now it's been around long enough and our immune system in, in rides the immune system on the, you know, the horse and says, that's it, we're taking over, we're going to rescue. And so the immune system can mount the appropriate defense and it gets everything under control and hopefully everything goes back down to normal, right? So for viruses, we're looking at rest and fluids and you know, maybe over-the-counter remedies, you know, things along those lines that take care of that stuffy head and scratchy throat. And some viruses are going to be prescribed antiviral medication. So something like shingles, if somebody's out there has had shingles, it's a herpes zoster infection or chicken pox, a varicella infection. It's, there's antiviral meds to help shorten the length of the virus and prevent or limit secondary infection. So that's what you're going to start to hear now. Uh, I believe just today they're starting to see, uh, and they're doing uh, Washington State and New York a little bit 
differently, but you're going to start to hear these types of things. Um, and the other thing about viruses is the longer they're around, you know, they can allow the bacteria that are present, they can allow them to come in, right? So that's what we we're just talking about. An antibiotic might be used for somebody with a viral infection to stop a secondary bacterial infection. So um, I sort of blew through our first break here. So how about we just go ahead, um, take a break now. We'll probably take another another one in um, 10, 15 minutes or so. But let's take a break now. If you have any questions, you know, again, give me a call, 412-825-6262. And we're just generally talking viruses, and then we'll get into some other things. We'll be back in just a minute. Thanks for listening, guys. Are you tired, bloated, and struggling to lose weight? For over 25 years, Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center has been helping patients restore energy, resolve digestive problems, and remove stubborn pounds. Blood work, when interpreted nutritionally, reveals nutrient malabsorption, digestive enzyme deficiency, and hormone imbalance. Fatigue, bloat, and weight gain are symptoms. Dr. Plank uses blood work to evaluate the biochemical and nutritional root cause of these chronic symptoms. Dr. Plank is an expert in blood work interpretation and using lifestyle changes, and natural remedies to treat the overlooked cause of your health problems. If you think you've tried everything but are struggling with low energy, bloat, and weight gain, stop your frustration now by calling Dr. Susan Plank. Get your health and body back. Dr. Plank accepts telenutrition clients, or you can make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank at the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Call 724-863-5420, 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420, and get your health and body back. Okay, welcome back everybody. This is Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. We're talking about viruses here, generally about viruses. And, um, you know, just sort of ways to try to keep us healthy, keep calm. Calmness is always good for the immune system. But, you know, there's another type of virus that's called a retrovirus. And um, that virus, when it gets into cells, when it plugs in its genetic code into our genetic code, uh, it actually reverses things, right? It reverses the normal cell functions, um, and then it gets reproduced. So that that virus is really well known as the retroviruses, Um what's happened with AIDS and the HIV virus. It took sort of years to perfect the right cocktail of antiviral medication to help stop the way that virus behaved. Uh, so again, it's, it's so that's, that's the thing with viruses is it's plugging its genetic code into ours to change the way we, we react and ourselves react to something. So trust me when I say viruses are, they're just everywhere. They're in our environment. Um, it's these viruses that actually are in other species. So monkeys, bats, cats, those types of things that, that are actually truly believed that they originally came from insects. But some of these viruses do make the hop, skip, and a jump from one species into us, and therefore then it makes it much, much harder um, because that virus is usually known for a certain species, so it has to be identified and then um, appropriate 
pathways taken to, um, to sort of try to rein it in, right, to help um, what we can do. So what we are looking at is diet. Your diet is big. I know uh, folks are soft onion food and stuff. Still try to eat as healthy as you can, okay? Um, rest. Get your rest. Like I said, now is a good time, I think, to get really recentered. If you're on the Internet, set a timer. You know, I know some folks aren't, aren't working. The kids are home from school and teachers. And, uh, you know, give yourself so much to connect with friends and family, but, but let's sort of rein that in because um, it's sort of feeding into, I think, this part of a frenzy. What, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. And our focus, just let's turn the focus from what's going on outside to inside to take care of ourselves and those we, we care about. So this virus, um, this virus was originally known in December. It just, it just got named. It was just known as the novel coronavirus. Uh, and now you'll hear it known as the COVID-19. But just in December... It was actually uh, named. So, so again, you know that picture now. Hopefully, um, when you look at it, when you do happen to see it on the news or something, that little ball is the genetic material, and those little projections are um, the proteins that allow it to um, get itself into our cell and then sort of take over from there. So, um, so again, generally. What I want to look at, and it's it's this just came, I think, Friday Friday afternoon. I got the alert. Uh, they're, they're sending out sort of alerts, the CDC, of things to look for and pay attention to. So some of the basic lab findings, but again, this is really basic, folks. Elevated liver enzymes, high neutrophil count, which is a type of white blood cell. It would be on that, like I said, uh, uh, CBC complete blood count. Low lymphocytes also on there as well. And an elevated CRP, which if you've listened to me for any time, that's C-reactive protein, which is an inflammatory marker. So, um, again, you have to realize that if you're hearing this stuff as well, and you're working with a functional nutrition doc, we're going to look at more optimal levels because we want to get these levels right where we want them day to day. And so, you know, the CDC is taking in what what things are looking at now. Okay. So again, if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that I have these optimal ranges for each of these. And so I do find it interesting that the specific markers they're being targeted, um, it sort of backs up what my approach is of that balancing these markers let us know at a moment in time that we're protected, that we're, that we're good. And that's what I do here weekly, right? And that's exactly what I talk about is how do we look at things and how do I look at blood work and say, hey, well, if you have liver, elevated liver enzymes, I don't like that just for everyday life, let alone if we're going to try to fight something. We need to bring that down so you're protected. So it, it's, it's interesting that everything the CDC is saying it's, it sort of fits into my approach and what I do on a, on a daily basis with clients. It also, um, you know, gives a point of reference 
that becomes more specific to us, right? So we can pull out those labs and we can look at them. And if your levels of any of these are already out of range, so the liver enzymes, uh, elevated neutrophils or percent neutrophils, percent of lymphocyte or a CRP if you have one on there, you know, if you pull out your, your blood work and you're one of your levels out of those four are already out of range, then I'd say, hey, even if you don't have a lot of underlying health conditions, you want to stay out of a, a group. You want to stay out of the public because this is exactly what they're seeing, right? And if you already have one of these, then let's pay attention to that. So let's be responsible. Let's use social distancing, not social isolation. I'm not talking social isolation. I'm talking social distancing. So, you know, um, one last thing. I think we, we now have uh, three testing centers in the Pittsburgh area. So, you know, the testing for this virus, it's going to be, it's a no, nasal pharyngeal swab, okay, that it's going to get done. And it's not an instantaneous thing. It's going to take three or four days. So we're going to get the answers. We're going to get things done. We're going to get rocking and rolling. Um, but again, the, just the know to understand sort of a little bit more basically about viruses and um, how they work is you can start to have a better understanding of why you want to say, you know, stay six feet away from somebody if you're talking to them or, or whatever else it is because that's the mechanism. That's, that's it. That's how they uh, move person to person. So we're going to go ahead here with another um, commercial break. When we get back, we're going to get back into our uh, programming, try to pick up where we were here. But uh, again, any calls, anything about anything, any comments about anything, please don't hesitate, 412-825-6262. So let's take another break, and we'll be back in just a minute. Thank you. Are you tired, bloated, and struggling to lose weight? For over 25 years, Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center has been helping patients restore energy, resolve digestive problems, and remove stubborn pounds. Blood work, when interpreted nutritionally, reveals nutrient malabsorption, digestive enzyme deficiency, and hormone imbalance. Fatigue, bloat, and weight gain are symptoms. Dr. Plank uses blood work to evaluate the biochemical and nutritional root cause of these chronic symptoms. Dr. Plank is an expert in blood work interpretation and using life lifestyle changes, and natural remedies to treat the overlooked cause of your health problems. If you think you've tried everything but are struggling with low energy, bloat, and weight gain, stop your frustration now by calling Dr. Susan Plank. Get your health and body back. Dr. Plank accepts telenutrition clients, or you can make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank at the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Call 724-863-5420, 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420, and get your health and body back. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. I'm Dr. Susan Plank. I have the Nutrition uh, the Center, the Norman Wellness Center in North Huntington, Pennsylvania. The office number is 724-863-5420. Uh, we are still open for business. We're probably going to shift even more things uh, online and remotely, which has already started happening over the last couple of weeks. We're still getting supplements out to people. And we're still doing the testing. We're just trying to shift it so to meet what everybody's needs are and how we can best accommodate folks in the comfort of their own home. So this is not 
the time to be complacent. In fact, I believe it's exactly what's sort of adding to people freaking out and the uncertainty and the, the chaos of things, okay? It's when we feel like we're powerless, this, like I said, the uncertainty of things, and, and it it's, makes us stymied. So when people are uncertain, when people are frightened, when they feel out of control, they're going to lose momentum. Think of a deer in the headlights. You're riding down the road, you know, some of these country roads. You're riding down the road, and all of a sudden, your headlights catch the, the eyes of the deer, right? His fear, it stops him right in the middle of that road. His fear stops him in his tracks. But his tracks are still in the momentum path of the car that's barreling at him. It's the worst possible time for him to lose focus, for him to stop. He's just cruising, man. He's running through some field. He's jumped off the bank. He happened to land in the middle of the road, and he's going to be gone in another leap. And yet the car headlights just freaked him out, and he just froze. Right? It's not time for us to freeze, folks. It's not time for us to stop. If anything, keep up with your health plan. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being the people that you are and worried about your health. Take in what's being said, but that's all. If you're walking the walk and talking the talk, it's going to bounce off you, right? You, you just got to know that, hey, no regrets. I've been doing this for years now, and I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. So I don't want you. I understand there's that chaos, but don't lose your momentum. Okay, don't be like a, be a deer stuck, um, you know, frozen in the headlights of a car. So it's the same for us. Okay, it's more of a reminder that optimizing our health is the way to go. Understanding our nutritional weaknesses, our individual nutritional weaknesses, because we all have them. It's being evaluated. So we can identify what our specific needs are. And then a targeted approach to meet those needs. So you are being proactive and also protective. Otherwise, you're just sort of standing back. Those, those poor folks going to the big box stores looking for, you know, a package of emergency or whatever. They're just sort of standing back throwing darts at, at a dartboard. And it's their health. Right? That's what they're doing. There is no plan. It's a reaction. So this month actually is Nutritional Awareness Month. And we've been talking about nutritional deficiencies and getting the best bang for a buck and targeting what we actually need. Not just what everybody else is taking, but what we actually need, what our specific biochemistry needs. So I'll share with you a case of a client. Woman was in her mid-50s, digestive issues. Some constipation, some loose stools, sort of things went back and forth. Sometimes she couldn't leave the house because she had no idea what was coming, when it was going to happen, right? Always had vague belly pain all the time. She was tired, but it was getting worse over time. And she had been this way for 10 years. 10 years. 
one of the docs, a specialist, told her, ah, you know, it's, you're just going to have to live with it or else you're making it up and it's all in your head. So then she just became angry and hurt and refused to see any more doctors. So she spent this time sort of looking through the Internet, looking for, for answers before she called the office. Was she frustrated? Absolutely. Was she hurt? Absolutely. She was searching for answers. So she had tried supplements, right? Oh, I think maybe it's stomach acid. Oh, I think maybe pancreatic enzymes. So she helped. She started taking them. It helped a little bit, but there was no long-term improvement. Everything just sort of stayed the same. Maybe a little bit of improvement, but then it just went back down again. So by the time she came in, she didn't have any recent blood work. Usually it gives me a starting point that I like to see before somebody even comes in so we can really hit the ground running. She didn't even have any recent blood work because she was so discouraged by the medical profession. She was just willing to sort of suffer in silence. Just leave me by myself and I'll just try to live with it. That's a shame, right? She came to the office. She never had a good day. Like I said, always had some belly pain. Never had normal bowel movements. Sometimes hard, sometimes soft, once a week, five times a day. The poor thing, she was all over the place. All over the place. So how do we start off? We get some blood work done. So I see that she has a low protein level on her blood work. And there's another component called globulin. She had a high globulin level. Again, functionally, for me, my interpretation, there was no little H. There was no little L there, <laughs> right? Those sort of little idiot, idiot indicators on the lab work, right? Hey, big point here, point here. No idiot indicators. It's, it, I had to actually interpret it, right? Lipase, amylase, the pancreatic enzymes, they were low. On her CBC, which is CBC with a differential that gives us all the breakdown, white blood cells were low. She had high neutrophils, which are one of the first white blood cells to sort of go out of the immune system to go to work. And high eosinophils. Eosinophils is interesting because that tends to give me an idea of environmental, more specifically, food intolerances and sensitivities when those eosinophils are high. So I knew that her stomach's inflamed, her pancreatic enzyme levels are low, her white blood cells, like I said, were high. Her white blood cells, sorry, were low, but the individual components of her immune system were high. So they were still working, but the white blood cells were low, which means it was getting tired. So her immune system overall was just sort of running, starting to run on empty. It, it had just been running for so long that now it's, it just couldn't keep up. And because the eosinophils being elevated, I really suspected the food intolerances. So we tested her for most common foods. And boy, out of uh, 18, 20 foods, she was, she was sensitive to, to virtually everything. Everything. It's an IgG response. Uh, a delayed response in the immune system. She was just popping up everywhere. So what does that mean? Leaky gut. Leaky gut. 
but that leaky gut is allowing things to constantly tweak and exhaust that immune system. So next step, I did a stool test. So I did a stool test to evaluate, you know, what's the cellular digestive function? Where are we at with probiotics? Where are we at with the status of her probiotics? She's taking it, right? She assured me she was taking one and a, and a, a fairly pricey one at that. And the other thing I do a stool test for is what's what else is in there? Any pathologic bacteria, yeast, parasites, anything along those lines. So that's the information I get back from a stool test. So she was shocked. I thought the poor woman was going to fall off her chair when I walked in because she was going to be sure that her probiotic, her lactobacillus and bifidus, were, were just going to be stellar. She just was convinced. Because that's the one thing she's like, I'm going to do this. And she'd been doing it for years. I think she said eight out of the ten years that she had been sick, she'd been doing the same probiotic. Guess what? Lactobacillus and bifidus, they were non-existent. There was nothing there. Undetectable is the result. Undetectable. So this is definitely a common indicator of immune involvement. So she'd been taking these high levels of this wonderful probiotic years, but never had she given much thought to those probiotics, those are little living beings, and they need a nice environment to live in. And her colon and the environment of her colon and digestive system just wasn't that. It just wasn't healthy. And so it couldn't support what she was actually giving it on a daily basis. It couldn't support the implantation, the growth of those lactobacillus and bifidus. Okay, so so she was spending. She was it was it was a pricey one, and she was spending that much on a monthly basis for eight years, and then she comes in, and I have to tell her, you don't have any well here. Your immune system is so weak, you don't have anything supporting you in your gut. She was. Just couldn't believe it. She's just heartbroken. But you know what it means to me? Money down the drain. All that money every month for eight years down the drain. Now, there's no telling, you know, where she would have been if she hadn't been taking it, but it sure as heck wasn't there. There was no proof that she'd been taking it because of the overall condition of her digestive system and the functioning level of her digestive system. So we saw in this, this soul tattoo, she had an elevated secretory IgA. So how I said the foods is an IgG, that's a delayed response. This secretory IgA is an immune activator. It's a, it's a, it's a, 
it's an indicator that the immune system is really kicked up, working. Okay? And then she also had the presence of yeast. And when we do these tests, we, we can see it microscopically and overtly. So, and what will happen, just so you guys know, is uh, on some of the, the better, not all stool tests, but the better stool tests, they're actually going to be cultures done. So, uh, you shouldn't be getting the results of a stool test if they're looking for yeast, parasites, bacteria, pathogenic type things. You shouldn't be getting the results back like in a day or two. Uh, because it's going to take weeks to culture and see what grows from there. Okay, so culture needs to be done to see what grows from there. And then you can actually specifically identify what natural component is going to work against what they just got cultured out of there. So it, it is targeted. It isn't like, oh, yeah, we're going to give you these five supplements and you're going to take them forever, and we're going to hope that we kill it off. No. We do the test. We know what works against this yeast, this bacteria, this parasite. We know it's going to kill it off, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to give you that targeted one to kill it off. Okay? So our supplementation, the protocol for her, really, we had to target, and I like to target anything that's low first, the deficiencies. I always want to build somebody up first, always. So targeted the pancreatic enzymes, targeted the stomach support, removed the food intolerances, removed their causing inflammation or another way that the, her immune system was getting tweaked and her immune system was already starting to give out, right? And then we target the yeast. So that was our initial thing. Pancreatic enzymes, stomach support, remove the inflammatory foods and target the yeast. Now she felt better, but continued to have sort of these breakthrough episodes of digestive pain and the, the sort of the gut symptoms, the, the changes in the bowel habits but definitely better, but it wasn't gone yet. If you guys know me, I want it gone, right? So after two months, she was better. Still got some bloating in the mucus during the bowel movements. Mucus during a bowel movement, it's that, it's that reflection. It's that secretory IgA, in my opinion. It's, it's working now that mucus is working as a lubricant to help move the stool past the irritated part of the colon wall, the part that's really irritated, inflamed, and, and that's what's triggering the immune system. So the mucus is like an, a protecting to try to get, let's get the toxins and waste past this part that's really irritated. So while you change your diet, right, um, and she felt better, but after two months she's like, you know, how have you been doing? I think, oh, well, I have a little bit of a sweet tooth and periodically I eat sweets. So knowing that the yeast loves sweets, right, and can make them crave sweets, then we change your diet even further and we cut out all the sugar sources, even the fruit and starches. So now we really had her down to minimum of what she could, really what she could eat, but we needed to do it. Within two weeks, she felt fantastic. No bloating, no bowel irregularity, so by the time now, 
feeling fantastic. Now is when we reintroduced the probiotic. Okay? Why not earlier? Because for the testing, I knew her colon wasn't able to support the beneficial bacteria. So why are we going to do it again? Right? Why are we going to keep doing it? It's just going to continue to be a waste of money. So put the probiotic in. She continues to feel great. Her energy dramatically improves, so much so that she actually took a job caring for a toddler, right? So God bless her. Um, she was trying things on her own, but she was missing the special sauce. The special sauce was a plan that found out what was going on and used supplements to target that and make a difference. What she was doing was money down the drain. So, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Everybody be safe. Stay your distance. Keep loving life, doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Take care now. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.